So we're playing at the new investigation, sick again. So this isn't too uh, There are six new pregens for y'all to choose from. Uh, everyone will be playing part of a quick response group of doctors and scientists with the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention. Uh, you uh, will work for the Emergency Operations Center, the Crisis Rep Response Section of the Office of Public Health Preparedness and Response. These experts can respond to an emergency in hours while formulating a broad strategy. Take a look at the different pre-gens. I know John's been looking at them for a little while. I don't know if he yeah, picked, I went ahead and picked out some Dustin. darlings. Wait, I've, I've looked Dustin? at them. Yeah, I chose Dustin. Okay. Like, I'm not seeing much differentiation in like personality. Yeah. Unlike the old pre-gens that kind of had personalities keyed in, these are more open-ended. Okay. You're gonna need to pick your description, your bonds, and your motivations for this character. Uh, and then uh, y'all can talk about each... Uh, like, this isn't the first time y'all have worked together. Y'all are a team of people who's worked together. Are you talking about in-game? Because... So what, uh, what differentiates in, these people? What are, the, what are their elevator pitch? Sell me on these people. The main things that are going to be differentiating these people are going to be their different skills that they have in their other skills section. So like Janelle Baker has extra skills in science environmental and science ecology. Uh, she's got a medicine of 60, so she's pretty good there. Can I play um, Dr. Fossey? <laughs> Dr. Fauci? No, he's he's busy doing other things. Cedric Henderson. He has extra sciences in genetics, immunology, and marine biology. So, so the only real difference is their other skills section, really. Well, there are some differences in other things. For instance, one of the scientist characters, John Newman, he has a little bit more firearms than anyone else does. Okay. It, it seems like he's a little bit more of, like, uh, an active guy. He is that kind of scientist. And these are all the pregens from the book? Yes, these are the pregens from the books. Uh, something else to know is that everyone starts off with a check mark in Adapted to Violence. All of your characters are partially adapted to violence. So things like uh, dead bodies, gore, things like that, you're all very used to in your line of work. However, that adaptation is not going to protect you from receiving or inflicting violence uh, because that is not something you're, you're used to in your line of work. Okay. Characters that y'all do not choose as your primary PCs will be there as NPCs that y'all can assign different duties. They're part of your team as well, your response team. Kind of like we've done in the other uh, uh, in the other episodes. Okay. Well, I am playing Janelle Baker. Janelle Baker. Alrighty. I'll be Cedric. Why not? So I've decided my character is going to be a brony. So is there anything I should know about that? <laughs> about bronyism? Yeah. You, you, you know anything about that, Jeremy? Um, Jeremy. Not really. Jeremy. I find that hard to believe. <laughs> <laughs> you come on to my podcast and accuse me of being a brony. Mm. <laughs> Janelle Hoagie Baker. Now, is she a living sandwich, or is she just really like sandwiches? 
That's racist. We don't we don't prefer the catch-all term sandwich. Thank you very much. Hoagie. Does she does she like hoagies? Or is she a hoagie? I mean, that is our word, sir. What the fuck? Yes. Right. Well, if you see my character sheet, it says I literally hate everybody. So that's fine. <laughs> um, that's what you do. You're a little boy. You're like twelve year old boy. I'm a grown up man. I just look this way. It's a condition. You can go to hell. You go to hell and you can die. Sandwich. So the date is November twenty first, twenty twelve. Earlier today, you all received a call from Dr. Marholm, who is your contact at the CDC. Uh, he is your boss, um, and she uh, had a, a, she told y'all that a there was an unknown infectious disease that had broken out in Hudson's Well, Arizona. So it is now 2 p.m. local time in Phoenix. You've all landed, uh, you've got your cargo, you've ran your cars, and you've set out for Hudson's Well which is a small desert town about 170 miles northeast of Phoenix. If you pull up the Flagstaff area map, you'll see the drive that you've got uh, ahead of you from Phoenix to Hudson's Well. Uh, quite quite a long drive. So why don't we take a moment to talk about each of your characters? Who is playing who? Let's start with you, John. Dustin is an administrator, and I you know help make sure there's funding and uh, get budgets under control. And I hate it. I hate everybody, and I actually really hate the patients. I'm not quite sure why I'm doing this job. But it does pay something, and it does keep me rolling in those sweet, sweet unicorns. So I'm, I'm keeping it up for now. All right. Uh, Tabitha, who are you playing? Uh, I am playing Cedric K. Henderson, MD. They are a physician and also a scientist, I guess. We've got sciences okay. in genetics, immunology, and marine biology. And I haven't decided on a personality for them yet, but they also know how to drive a boat, so there's that. There we go. That's a pretty good personality. <laughs> I don't think being able to drive a boat is a personality, Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy. It can be. Jeremy. Just ask Jimmy Buffett. Oh, Christ. All right. And Tobias, who are you playing? I am playing Janelle Hoagie Baker, MD. Uh, <laughs> the Emergency Operations Center is the crisis response section of the CDC's Office of Public Health Preparedness and Response. Its experts can respond to an emergency <laughs> in hours. While formulating a broad strategy. Fill in the details. Work with the handler and other players to invent this character's description, bonds, and motivations. Then talk to the other players about their characters and decide what this character thinks about the others. Well, you know what I think about you. I have no clue. You're racist I hate you. sandwiches. <laughs> you're not a you're not a cartoon pony. <laughs> Um, we can agree on that. Apparently, Janelle really likes first aid, and she really likes hummus and medicine. And I Are guess those sandwich hummus. toppings? That sounds like it. You could put hummus on a sandwich. If you were motivated. I don't really have much to go on of like what these characters do at all, and you kind of sprung on like let's make a whole character right now. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I didn't tell y'all that they were ready two days ago or anything. So okay, well, uh, I don't really. Some of I, us are busy, Jeremy. 
Well, I did look at it, but I did also see that they were not had no personalities. Um, yeah, so. this is the first time I've looked at right. it. I have things to do, so I don't. So let's talk about what your characters do, okay? So you are first responders for the CDC. So whenever there is a contagious disease, you drop everything that you're currently doing, you fly out to where it's at, you try to figure out what's causing the contagion, uh, the best way to treat it, and how to prevent it. So you have a bunch of things in your toolkit. Uh, let's talk about some of the things that are in your toolkit. So you've got this portable diagnostics lab uh, that should be shared with everyone. John, why don't you talk about the portable diagnostics lab that you have sure uh it's very comfortable looking set of luggage very affordable um uh black in color um it does have a description here you're going to read that jeremy yeah it'd be great if you read that Ah, i see so it's uh several bulky heavy black suitcases um, it is equipped to perform real-time conversion on cerebrospinal fluid, protein echolophoresis. Elect- electrophoresis. Electrophoresis, thank you, thank you Tobias. Protein immunob- immunoblot and assorted oh blood God. culture tests. With a successful medicine or science, parentheses, biology role, these tools can tell whether symptoms are caused by prions, viruses, bacteria, fungi, radiation, or chemical exposure. All right, so that's a very important tool in your belt. Does it come in pink? Does it come in pink? No, they come in black. Tabitha, why don't you tell us about the doomsday bag? No, okay, there it is. Uh, (laughs) A single large suitcase, metal and weighty. Inside, it's packed with exotic and restricted pharmaceuticals, such as... Linazolid, maybe? Amicacin, I'm guessing, and Callistin. At the handler's discretion, these grant a researcher a plus 20 bonus to a medicine role to treat illness or the effects of chemical weapons. Alright, so that's uh, another great tool in your bag. Uh, Tobias, why don't you tell us about hazmat suits? So that's not really a tool and a bag, that is the bag. <laughs> it's not it's even not a bag, bag, it's a suitcase. No, it's not. <laughs> it's okay. a bag you put your body in. All these things are popping up on my screen, are they supposed to? Yeah, I'm forcing them up. Wow. Because you don't trust us I'm making you look at them. Make! Uh, hold on, I gotta... So I don't violent. like the way roll, roll 20 handles windows, it bugs me. It's just a terrible website. Uh, Alright, you mean to read this entire section on hazmat suits? Uh, just read the description. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's, a, it's an EPA document on personal protective equipment. Uh, our description for this is not quite, it's still pretty lengthy, but not quite the full thing. Uh, two we can level break a, it up if you get tired. Uh, two level A suits and two level B suits for each researcher, each stored in a large red duffel bag. The level A hazmat suit completely covers you from head to foot and looks like a Smurf blue spacesuit. So the second time we're wearing spacesuits in this game. Its air supply is entirely self-contained, so you must either carry a heavy air tank or be connected to one nearby. It is essentially impossible for a pathogen to penetrate to the person inside as long as the suit is compromised. A level B suit, uh, as long as the suit is compromised. Wait, essentially impossible, (laughs) as long as the suit is, yeah, not compromised. Oh, yep. Sorry, typo. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of thing that you would say is technically not true. So in the middle of the game, I'm you would screw us it over. right now. You would screw it over. <laughs> you, in the middle of the game, you would say, sorry, you all die. 
And we would be like, why? And you're like, well, you didn't read the instructions, and that's Cthulhu. So Cthulhu wins. There. It's updated. Okay. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> continuing, so the, level a, the level A suit is a Smurf suit with the air supply entirely self-contained. Level B suit features treated coveralls, good, and a gas mask. <laughs> Jeremy! <laughs> Jeremy! Jeremy, you want to skim over this right quick just to make sure? You know, it, it is actually funny. I did read through these and I did not notice either of those typos. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think the intent is understood, but it it is one of those things that Jeremy will screw us over. Sorry, I'm going to blame autocorrect on that one. Yeah, autocorrect. You were typing! There was no autocorrect! A, <laughs> so, starting over, a level B suit features treated coveralls. Gloves and a gas mask. Oh, it's oxygen. actually hood. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> so okay. okay. So it's treaty coveralls, a hood, and a gas mask. Okay, but no gloves. You don't get any gloves at all. You have well, to touch I mean, it. that's the coveralls. If you look at the dude spraying down the other dude uh, in the picture, uh, that is a level B suit. Okay, but the guy, right. the guy's doing the spraying. Is that a level A suit? The guy being sprayed is in a level A suit. There's also at the bottom of the screen. There's a there. It shows a level A, a level B, and a level C. At the bottom yeah. of. Okay, I can't click away oh, for some reason. Okay, so I'll just take your word for it. Okay, so um, a level C and D protection add gloves, mask, boots, and other protections to ordinary clothing. Partners must help each other don the suits, sealing every seam with duct tape. It is very difficult to see facial features in the suit's large hoods, so experienced wearers use markers to write the wearer's last names and blood type in large letters front and back. Each suit is marked with an expiration date, beyond which the possibility of deterioration makes it too risky to wear. The colors of the suit have no meaning. Actions! Wearing a level A hazmat suit incurs a negative 20 penalty to alertness, dodge, and attack rolls. Wearing a level B suit incurs a negative 20 penalty just to alertness rolls. A level A or B suit includes gloves that are too thick for fine manipulation, such as typing and working a firearm. Um, a level A suit requires oxygen supplied by a tank. The oxygen tank can be self-contained or external. A self-contained tank is worn under the suit like a backpack. It cannot be changed without removing the entire suit, requiring decontamination. An external tank is stored on a cart that must be dragged around. It is cumbersome and often in the way, but it can be exchanged safely for a new tank without removing the suit. Changing an external tank takes a few minutes. Either kind of tank has enough oxygen for 60 minutes of quiet activity. Every attempted athletics, dodge, maybe weapons, unarmed combat, con times 5, or strength times 5 test uses up 5 minutes of oxygen. A researcher who runs out of oxygen suffocates as described on page 62 of the agent's handbook. And then lastly, the first time a wearer takes damage, the suit is compromised. It is torn, a seal breaks, or a valve jostles loose and lets air from the outside in. These suits are overpressurized, meaning that one, they puff up around you when sealed, and two, if torn or gapped, the interior the interior air supply blows out, pushing toxins away. Anytime the suit is compromised, the wearer knows right away. In a hot zone, this costs zero slash one sand from helplessness. Okay, and then just one more thing that y'all should know about is decontamination. So, John, why don't you talk about decontamination? Under OSHA. 
hazardous waste operations and emergency response regulations. No one is permitted to enter a hazardous area until a decontamination operation is established. Decontamination requires its own extensive team of workers. The work is so physically strenuous that shifts on the decon line must be limited to only one or two hours at a time. Decon wear workers must wear PPE one level below or higher that worn by the active responders who go into the hot zone. Air monitors can help warn of potential atmospheric contamination so, can decam so decontamination workers can increase their protection level. Working a decon line requires training, but most hospital workers, police, firefighters, and paramedics are qualified to do this work. The decon station has water hoses, long brushes, buckets, cleaning agents, tarps, wading pools, pumps, and tanks to hold contaminated water. Nearby wastewater treatment services can dispose of contaminated water safely. Physical waste, such as bags of used equipment, can be incinerated or otherwise severely securely disposed of. The decon station should be set up in the warm zone, far enough from the hazard that decon workers are not in immediate danger. It should also be upwind of the hazard. It should be accessible by both ambulances and other transportation vehicles. All right. Okay, so that is basic information that your characters should know. It's also the different tools that you have at your disposal. Your members of the CDC as part of this, uh, this emergency response team, if you feel like you should have access to something uh, that's not necessarily listed in either your character's inventory or in one of these handouts, just get with me and we can figure it out at that point. So this morning, uh, when you were all f flying out here, you received the Hudson's Well memo. Uh, your boss, uh, Dr. Stacy Marholm. Uh, so at 0800 hours today, DPEI received an emergency call from Dr. Fritz Strickland, one of two full-time physicians at Hudson's Well Catholic Hospital. In less than 24 hours, eight patients have been admitted with, sus with suspect symptoms, including two medical staff, and four of those have died. High fever is universal, and intense headaches are also reported, along with coughing, nausea, disorientation, and hallucinations. Dr. Strickland has isolated the patients and is requesting immediate assistance. All patients have proven resistance to antibiotics, such as cefepime, leviquin, and uh, vancomycin. Tylenol has failed to reduce their fevers, and cooling blankets were only marginally effective. The responders named below are to proceed immediately to Hudson's Well Catholic Hospital, identify the illness, set a treatment plan, locate the source of the infection, evaluate the crisis, and advise on contagion and containment. And, and why am I going? If I may ask. Why are you going? Yeah, uh, I'm not a doctor. So you are a administrator who can help uh, support the doctors and researchers. So you can help get them things that they need. You can uh, make phone calls for them while they're busy treating doctors or busy treating uh, victims. Right. All of that good stuff. Right. Doing all okay. of the all of the paperwork so that if somebody dies, they have a death certificate. And if somebody you recovers, you can contact their relatives. Right. Or if they need help dying, I can stab them a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, suffocation would probably be better. Just saying. Mm. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So you're on your way to Hudson's Well. Uh, it's gonna take. It's gonna be about a three-hour drive from Phoenix, and you all get a conference call from Doctor Marha. Uh, team, thank you so much for getting on your way and uh, dropping everything to attend uh, to this emergency situation. Uh, I've, uh, it, it's very disturbing to think of just how ugly this could turn out if uh, things are progressing the way that Dr. Strickland described. Uh, yeah, imagine if like nobody ever did anything for months. Oh, that could get real bad. Could get real bad for real. Uh, again, just make sure that you are following the four missions that you identify this contagion that you're determining how to treat the contagion prevent the contagion from spreading uh, to do that you're going to need to study the victims medically interview the victims and their loved ones to determine lifestyle patterns and if necessary establish isolation and quarantine protocols and above all, do no harm. Protect yourself from exposure. Protect others from exposure. Restrict your treatments to what is necessary. And don't conduct any experimentation or risky treatments without informed consent. Is that pointed at anyone in particular? Um, no, she's she's just making sure that you uh, that that you're all on the same page because you know that her career is at stake if this turns into fiasco uh, for any sort of situation like this. Uh, things like this can obviously boil out of control very quickly. Um, yeah. So you. You're going to have to, once you get the under, the lay of the land, you're going to have to determine whether or not you need to lock Hudson's well down or just keep it calm. Uh, if if it's a full-on deadly epidemic, lock it down. It, if if it's really a killer contagion, uh, that's that's going to be the best thing to do. But if it's if if it's not necessary, then that can backfire very quickly. On the other hand, if you just try to calm people's fears and it is a contagious, virulent disease, and asymptomatic carriers ignorantly leave town, uh, it could spread. And very quickly. So that's something you're going to need to determine. A course of action you're going to need to determine as soon as you can. I think we've determined in real life that no matter what <laughs> we do, that people are going to, you know, just have to get their hair cut, have to go to restaurants. So very little we're going to do is actually going to do anything. I, I feel like this is role-playing as if, you know, there were actually an authority in charge. And what, what could happen if everybody in a position of power actually had any of their shit together? So let's just pretend that world is possible for a little while. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy, what country is this set in? This is set in the United States of 2012. Oh, well, fuck it. Phoenix, uh, Arizona. Well, the outskirts of Phoenix, Arizona. We're all gonna die. Okay, uh, uh, everyone has my personal phone number, correct? Everyone in the country, yes, correct. <laughs> well, let me see, look at my contacts list. I know I've got you on Facebook, but I don't know about my phone. Search Wait, Jeremy, for... was, this, was this an in-character comment you just made? Yes, or... in-character. You still, uh, Eric, yes. two of... Yes, okay. I've got okay, your. So, I've got your number. You so, called me on my birthday for some damn reason. So, Tobias, did you just read out my husband's personal cell phone number on a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, he needs more people to talk to him. It's okay. He don't, really don't doesn't. Don't worry. I'm, I'm, I can take that out. Uh, so, <laughs> I just hope I remember to. Thanks, Tobias. <laughs> uh, so, if you need me for any reason, I will pick the phone up day or night. Your job here is my top priority. So, if we just get, like, lonely. Do any of you have any questions about what you need to do, what the situation's like? So, so we're going to be in Hudson Well. There's the hospital where we have eight current patients, or we'll probably spread. Well, that is. Uh, it was eight patients at six o'clock this morning. Uh, I have not been able to get in contact with Dr. Strickland since then. Oh, that's not a good sign. So, looking kind of at us, I mean, eight patients all at once, that is certainly alarming, but it does seem like. It was 6 o'clock this morning they came up, and it is like, what, middle of the day now? Correct. It is 2 p.m. local time. What What do you know about the, uh, like, what's the current diagnosis that it requires four people to basically fly in or drive six in? Six people. Okay, well, six people to fly in. So it seems a little overkill the, to me for something. Uh, the, the reason why you need to come is because it has spread so quickly. Uh, a lot of times, uh, like, it, it's, the staff was getting overwhelmed. I know that they have called in for help, uh, uh, that some medical crew came from Flagstaff to help support the team at Hudson's Well, but that is all that I know so far. Uh, like there will be there will be signs that the people at the hospital have been trained to recognize for contagious and infectious diseases like certain speeds of contagion and certain types of virulence will set off like oh this is a huge red flag this could be epidemic we need to get people in here right now and there would be people trained in that who could recognize it and call their higher ups who would call the cdc and say hey this could be a thing come check it out yeah so somebody probably saw, like, oh, this has infected six people in an hour. They've all come in at the same time sick, and they don't have anything. Like, they don't live together. They weren't eating the same foods. Um, but they all yeah. have the exact same symptoms. Oh, shit, this could be something big. Uh, so do we have any additional information on these patients? Uh, I do not currently have that. You could try calling the hospital and seeing if oh, you can shit. get in touch with the, uh, with Dr. Strickland, but I have not been in contact with them since. Also, the fact that their death rate is 50% presenting with these symptoms, like, that's concerning. Yep. All right. Uh, we're gonna get, we're gonna go drive up there. I mean, yeah, you're all driving there now. You've all got a, yeah. con you're all on a conference call. Dang, well, well I mean, you... Contact Strickland, you said, right, is the uh, point of contact at the hospital? Correct. And yeah. he knows we're coming, right? Uh, yes, he knows that you're on the way. Stacy Marholm, no. CDC. Right. Strickland is our point of contact at the hospital. <clears throat> well, we will definitely get on a conference call in the car on the way, since it looks like it's, what, maybe like an hour it's a three-hour drive. Three-hour drive. Yeah. Oof. So, mm -hmm. and and you said you've tried to call in, and and he hasn't been picking up. Uh, no. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and add into the call now. So why I, I do that? Okay. Uh, so I want y'all to take a look at uh, one of the handouts called Research Notes. Okay. <laughs> Uh, this is uh, a handout that I made for you guys. Um, as we're playing through this particular uh, 
uh, scenario, we're gonna be moving time kind of in four-hour blocks, okay? All right. So you're gonna ha- be able to uh, like do research or you know investigate, take uh, like at the things that you're trying to do to treat patients or figure out things about this disease will uh, take up four hour blocks of time. Uh, so everyone can edit this. So whenever you decide what uh, you're planning on doing, you can just put your name in there and uh, what you did and what you found out just as a way of help keeping track of what you know when you found it out and things like that. Uh, So, John, you're uh, calling Strickland. Uh, After the second ring, uh, it picks up. (laughs) Hello? Uh, Hello, uh, Dr. Strickland. Uh, This is uh, Dustin Roth. I'm with the CDC. Oh, yes. Did, Did you find out what it is? Well, I mean, we're on our way to come investigate. We're about, what did you guys say? Three three hours out. So, you, you don't know what it is yet? Why are you calling? Oh, I, I have things I need to do here. Yeah, well, we're telling you we're on our way. You, you got any additional information about the patients? What What is the number currently? He is going to share some information with you guys. And I'm going to make this. Thank well, that's God. why we're calling. So, oh. I guess that's good. Available to you guys now. All right. So what we know is that there seems to be three stages of the disease. So the first stage is fever and weakness, uh, followed by tremors, convulsions, vertigo, disrupted sleep and loss of control over tears, swallowing in the bladder. Uh, Then in stage three, there's psychosis, including hallucinations and delusions and violently disorganized self-destructive behavior. Only restraints, heavy sedatives, or medically induced coma is preventing them to act out. Uh, Sometimes the the symptoms just suddenly fade altogether for a while and then return. Um, The the, uh, disease has progressed terribly since this morning. the when when we contacted you there had only been a few people but after that time several of the staff and some of the townsfolk began to come in uh since then uh stephen embry went into stage one mia smith our registered nurse she went into stage two another one of our rns richard ramirez entered stage one at uh eight o'clock Steve Embry went to stage two at nine. Henrietta Cortez advanced to stage two at ten. And then all hell broke loose. Uh, uh, do y'all have access to the Contagion Developments handout now? Yep. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at her. Okay, so this is this is seriously gotten out of control. Well, and uh, you know we're we're coming to to try and see what we can do. I mean, we we did not have enough information previously to get a sense of what this is, but we'll, we're about what, two hours and two and three quarters hour hours out. So we'll do what research we can before we get there. So uh, you know, you try and. You know, do your best. Try and isolate patients. I, what, what the heck, hell am I saying? I'm not the doctor. Hey, one of you doctors, you get on the line. Uh, well, I'm gonna. I've already been kind of plugging away at my laptop that I've got tethered to my first generation iPhone. Okay. And I'm little you know, rich girl here checking. I mean, 2012. They were already on like third gen, I think. So, eh. 
<laughs> but I, I imagine as a uh, you know doctors, I'm sure we've all, we've all got like laptops and shit. We're not hurting okay, for money. So, yeah. Um, I'm, so I'm gonna start taking what you're going about stages here, and I'm gonna try to cross reference on you know WebMD as you do. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. I'm gonna make a WebMD CDC's check. most powerful tool, WebMD. I'm gonna make a WebMD check. Oh, God Oof. dang it. You WebMD have no does idea. not have what you're looking yeah. for. Yeah, I can't find <laughs> anything. WebMD thinks you're either pregnant or have cancer. Okay, so what did you roll? Medicine? Yep. Okay, so you got a failure, but not a fumble. Okay. I pretty much, yeah, pretty much did do something like the equivalent of WebMD or just, you know, could, just can't find anything that really matches. At this point, it's too broad. It's right. Fever, so, br- you know, vertigo? Like, what? Like, so, this could be yelling anything. to the phone, are you sure that they don't have malaria? So, breaking it down, this mystery infection does not fit the profile of any of the usual suspects. It's not Marburg that has a longer incubation period. Additionally, Marburg doesn't aerosolize, and this apparently does. That rules out Ebola too, but like them, it might have a non-human reservoir animal who bites, uh, whose bites spread the illness to humans. Cholera can kill with the same speed, but antibiotics would at least sh- slow it down. Some symptoms resemble dengue fever, but again, that would require an animal victim or animal vector, the mosquito. Uh, it could just be an especially vicious strain of influenza, but you would think Tamiflu would have at least been a speed bump to it. This looks like it's something new. Oh shit, it's a novel virus. All right. Um, and, uh, what is Cedric doing? Cedric wants to know how many total patients, because that spreadsheet is a garbage. So, your total, just count up everything in stage one, because everyone in stage one is going to be your total number of victims. (sighs) They're not victims yet, Jeremy. They're patients, Jeremy. So that's 15 patients. And okay. you're right, they're not victims till you get there and make them victims. <laughs> okay, uh, Can I do a driving check to see if we can get there faster? Uh, no, okay. the... You're gonna... No. Th- the three hours is as quickly as you can get there uh, and still do this research that you're able to do. Okay. Well, can, uh, can I make a medicine check and maybe, I don't know... What I'm what probably... is it that you want to look into, Tabitha? Well, okay, so Janelle is having a hard time figuring it out, but I have a different background, so maybe I will be able to think of some search terms that they are not trying. And trying I want to call ahead to try and set up uh, some decontamination oh, decontamination zones and stuff like that. Oh uh, yeah, oh, they've they've got uh, a decon line and everything going on already. Hot hot zone. Uh yeah, you're not able to uh find uh like track anything more down that uh uh Janelle wasn't able yeah. to. Can I do a medicine check? See, I would have won. I would have succeeded at this medicine check <laughs> if I had any medicine skill. So Jesus, how do you not even have like? So, um, so Dustin, you've been on the phone with Strickland, and you're getting more information from him as well. So, antiviral drugs like Tamiflu and Relenza seem to do no good. We've have set you up. Tried, have you tried the, the power of laughter? <laughs> 
No, why would we try that? Uh, well, it's better. It's than not the, very the next thing funny. Was... What's going on here? No, no, I don't. I don't think so either. Either, sir. I, I just wish you were more serious about considering my my suggestions as a non-doctor here. What? Well, have you tried any um, ancient uh, cultic uh, rituals of cleansing the soul? Have you tried that? Um, no. All right. Well, we'll have to try those when we get there then. Why? So uh, here's here's what we figured out so far. Uh, so one of the victims, uh, Ahmad Malouf, uh, he worked at the Kachina Cafe, a coffee and donut shop. Since my last call, I've admitted three patients who bought food or drinks at the Kachina Cafe while Malouf was on duty. Uh, the police have shut it down and they're trying to recover records to determine just how many people were served during his eight-hour shift yesterday. Uh, there may also already be another fatality. Uh, an elderly woman named Philippa Jones died at 11.07 today uh, in an ambulance on her way to the ER with a severe fever. Her grandchildren remembered going to the same donut shop with her yesterday. Uh, the grandchildren have been quarantined but have not exhibited symptoms. Okay. Uh, there's voluntary quarantine stations at the community college gym. Uh, only a few hundred meters away from the hospital. Victims, family, and friends who have not shown signs are asked to go there, where Nurse Sophia Anderson, a volunteer from Flagstaff, keeps track of them and watches for symptoms. And uh, how are you feeling, sir? Not great. Are you in one of these stages? Uh, I, I don't think so. When's the last time you took your temperature? Let me, let me go check. Um, he walks away from the phone and does not come back. Ooh. Oh no, we got him. <laughs> we solved the puzzle. No, we didn't. <laughs> I'm going to roll a human check to see if I can tell if he has it based well, on his word talking. And yes, I succeed. I mean, it sounded like maybe he could have been uh, exhibiting from the first round of symptoms. I'm gonna use first aid to cure him. I do. You're not there. You're not there. Yell into the receiver. Okay. Laugh. Cough. So I failed right. my first aid check, is what you're telling me. Okay, that's a check mark. <laughs> oh, I didn't get a check mark in medicine. All right. So okay. what's uh, what's next here? All right. The guy uh, got off the phone. I don't think there's much for me to do if they've already set up quarantine and decon lines and all that. So one thing that uh, has worked for uh, you in the past when trying to determine the source of an outbreak, you have a big list of victims now uh, trying to piece together exactly what happened, uh, like their movements has worked for you in the past so you could start taking steps in that direction if you wanted to because you have their right. names you could probably like check facebook and things like that to try and see if they have open source records for their backgrounds who they are and okay yeah i'll do that what would that be? The first people that came to the hospital with these were Liz, Francesca, and Julie Mowry. Francesca is 11, Elizabeth 9, and Julie 7, the daughters of Avram and Ida Mowry. Avram Mowry, age 38, maintains water towers 
and Itamari, age 35, manages a local radio station. Okay. Uh, Mia Smith uh, was a nurse uh, here at the hospital. Ahmad Malouf, age 20, works at the Kachina Cafe, a coffee and donut shop. He went to the University of Arizona for a year, but is on academic probation. He lives with his parents, Khalid and Brenda Rudel Malouf, and his sister, Yasmina. He has never been out of the country. Uh, you find a string of social media posts chronicling his dull days of work, movies, and mystery novels. To all appearances, he hasn't left Hudson's well in the last two months. Okay. I think there's something in the water. Maya Paulden was a medical doctor here at Hudson's Well Catholic Hospital. Okay, uh, briefly... Yes. The nurse who came down with it and now the doctor, were they in contact, were they in direct contact with these patients? Yes, they were treating these okay. patients. Okay, that's good. I mean, it's not good, it's terrible that they're sick, but you get what I mean. Yes, yes. Um, so, Haruto Cortez and Henrietta Cortez? Haruto Cortez is a real estate agent. Henrietta Cortez runs the law, for- law firm Cortez and Embry with Stephen Embry, who came down soon after. All right. Have they been to this donut stop? You don't find any information on that. Okay. Uh, That is, in fact, uh, all of the information that you find just from cruising Facebook. Okay. I don't know if you want to update their research notes with that. So while you're traveling there... Is there anything that you want your fellow researchers to uh, check out? Like the people in the car with me? Yeah. Well, I do have some skill in like ecology and environmental. So I'm wondering if we could do some research on, well, I guess it's not my research. It's the other people's research. Billy B. Jester. What a fucking name, man. (laughs) What? Hey, can you research how funny this is? What? So he's got good medicine and microbiology. I mean, the only thing I can think of is we make, like, medicine checks to get any idea, you know, what we're really walking into besides just a fever-causing thing. I imagine the answer is really mythos stuff, so we weren't going to find anything out. But uh, we are here to basically figure out the best method of uh, containment and treatment, right? Yep. Uh, Yes. Well, I guess we're going to do as much research as we can as far as medicine is concerned, and sort of figure it out. Do you want to have more of them compare notes on WebMD like you did? Try to find out I mean, more? Yeah. You can, so you can, you have access to a lot of different databases uh, with your laptops and your cell phones. So you can do yeah. bureaucracy, medicine, or science biology, whichever you Damn would Damn it, Jeremy, I asked you several times if I could do a science role and you just didn't answer me. I didn't hear you. Fucker. Okay, I'm gonna kill you Go with ahead. knives. Jeremy, you don't get to use that excuse. That's my word. If <laughs> if I, I, no, I I'm not biology. responding to you, it's because I did not hear you. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, wow. I know that's bullshit. Because you do it all the time. What? Can I do? <laughs> can I do a science? I don't have biology. Can I do science? It's science biology, but your character has already biology. done this. You can have one of the characters who hasn't done any research attempt one of these. I mean, Maria Jacob, PhD, has science biochemistry, which is not bad. Billy B. Jester, I'm, oof. Don't. <laughs> I think every character has science biology. No. Nope. Oh. Well, I mean, they're all approximately the same percentage. Like, we're rolling our best percentage skill, or we should oh, be rolling our best percentage skill in every case. All right. You want to roll for Jester, and I'll roll for Maria? Sure. 
Jester, you roll a medicine check. Wow, okay. Oh, wow, that's like the second 90 we've had. Or will he get a shot? Yeah, that's actually the third 90. <laughs> Alright, but um, Maria got a 16. Nice. Maria knows shit. Okay, uh, so the rapid onset of debilitating debilitating, debilitating symptoms means that this unknown disease is likely to burn itself out before getting the momentum for a real sustained pandemic. But it's crucial to lock down the early exposed before they create a wave of further infection. Getting it into a truck stop or airport would be particularly bad. Well, we're probably all already dead because this is Arizona, and half the entire population works as truck drivers, so... Hey everyone, thanks for joining us again here at KSL as we finish off our run in Delta Green with Sick Again. Uh, this is the first part of three parts, and I hope you enjoy listening to them. If you enjoy what we're doing here, uh, make sure to check out some of our other stuff. John's got his website, JonathanCush.com. Tabitha's got her Etsy store, Quiet Nova Studios, and I've got my novel up on Amazon. Just want to give a special shout out to Art Dream for writing Delta Green and coming up with these great scenarios that we've been playing through. And also Ketza for our intro song, Mission Ready. Don't forget that you can reach out to us at membersofcasel at gmail.com and on Twitter at members of Ksel. I hope you look forward to the new stuff we've got coming down the pipeline in the next few weeks. You should be hearing more about the next project that we'll be putting up. All right, I'll let y'all get back to it. We'll be seeing you. arrive at five o'clock here at Hudson's Well, uh, which should be the map you're all looking at now. Uh, it's a small, quiet, unincorporated town of about 5,000 people. Uh, there's some mining and some light industry and ranching. Uh, I have an important question for you, actually. Okay. Um, and I'm sure Tabitha is thinking this, too. I'm looking at this map. And there is no apostrophe in Hudson's. No, it's multiple Hudson's. Many so, Hudson's. So <laughs> I'm just curious, Jeremy, which which is it? Because Hudson's well memo in the email refers to a Hudson's with a possessive. So uh, is this the right town? Did we go to the right place? What are you talking about? Uh, on the map, there's no apostrophe. So yeah. the only interpretation is that this is a different town <laughs> called Hudson's. Plural. Well. What are you talking about? You probably, I mean, there definitely is some cities somewhere in the world that are like this. Both called Hudson's Well. One possessive, one non-possessive. Yeah. So I, I just want to confirm that we are in the right place. Are we in the right you're place? You're in the correct place. I'm. I'm I don't see uh, okay. where you're not seeing the apostrophe, though. Okay, look in the, the file that is called Flagstaff Area Map. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. So we are not in the right place because we should be heading north to Tuba City. (laughs) (laughs) Why? You know, you can drop me off at Flagstaff. I'm going to take a taxi up to Tuba City. (laughs) 
Uh, yes, you're in the correct place. Tuba City. Why? Why is would our, they not write the adventure? Should, should we contact the person who made this map? And uh, you know, I'm sure they've gotten lots of. I'm sure they've gotten lots of Rand McNally. I don't think that we need to add into that. Yeah, man, you can call Rand fucking McNally and tell him you got it wrong. Where's my apostrophe? <laughs> All right. Um. So, uh. You pull up to the hospital. Uh, yep. So Hudson's uh, well Catholic. I'm going to stop you oh right there, God. Jeremy. I'm going to take a thermonuclear device out of my backpack, uh-huh. put it on the hospital, and then we're going to drive away. Okay. Set it off. I don't see that in it's your kind of inventory. About what I'm thinking. We did solve your solve the mystery, though, with that. <laughs> yep. Can we roll maybe a science microbiology check to see if we can take our... Um, the doomsday bag on the portable diagnostics lab to fashion some sort of explosive device? I think that would be science engineering. Okay. All right. Who's best at that? <laughs> Let's see. Science. Science. I've got a zero in science. You have a zero in so, science. Yeah, it's probably actually a 100. Let me just correct no. that. Doot, 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 doot. That's what the zero is, right? Um, does anyone have science skills? I Not have engineering. Science. Yeah, do you want to try and craft a thermonuclear device from the resources we have? I mean, I'm in genetics, immunology, and marine biology, so I don't think I would be able to, but I can give it a shot. Yeah, well, the, she, the dice know all. That's, that's Well, really Cedric can try to make an explosive device out of a fish. There we go. <laughs> I'm going to try to make an explosive device out of a fish. Let's see how well this works. Uh, I don't think uh, it's... What does she have to roll, Jeremy? I don't think that's going to go very well. Oh, it doesn't. What, what does she have to roll? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing I can't roll skill. for shit. I got a uh, 95 they... against a 50. Because nothing in my life will ever work so, when I want it to. Jeremy, was that good enough? No. <laughs> No. So, well, it's not good enough. Yeah. You don't have the proper equipment. Alright. Can, can, so we, we roll up on this place and I'm we sorry. can't blow it up immediately. Can we roll so this back? Go, t- the, go ahead and mark your science marine biology skill. I did. But Jeremy, just briefly, I don't have the proper stuff with me. So, so you're, pull up the right stuff character sheet. Where'd it go? So your, impl- your implication is that if I had the right technology with me in my backpack, I would be able to make a nuclear device out of a fish. Uh, I mean, yes, there would be a fish involved. <laughs> what fish? Uh, the world may never know. All right, five minutes ago, okay. I interrupted you, Jeremy. So you pull up to Hudson's Well Catholic Hospital. Okay. It's a small two-story building, very quaint here in this town. Hudson's Well itself is a very small town uh, built up around the highway. Uh, every way out except the highway is gravel or circuitous, so it would be ideal for sealing off if uh, you needed to. Here at the front of the hospital, they've already set up decontamination facilities. As you get out of your car, you are met by a sheriff's deputy. Uh, She looks very tired. Her name badge reads Thomas. Thomas? Yep, Thomas. Hello, uh, I'm Dustin. I'm an administrator with uh, CDC. We're uh, we're here from the CDC. Thank, thank God you're here. Yes, uh, I'm. I'm Danica Thomas. Uh, I'm. I'm. Danica Patrick. No, Danica Thomas. Uh, mm. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna be your liaison here. Anything you need, just let me know. 
We're I'm I'm here to help. Well, that's good to hear. We we are here to help too. Uh, we I've got um, some doctors here. They're the the real miracle workers, but not you know not like Helen Keller or anything, but just you know the regular type of miracle worker. Um, so I'll let them introduce themselves. But uh, yeah, where 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 are the patients being kept? Uh, they're they're inside the hospital. Um, I can I ask you. What's... Well, I, we guessed that part. You know, they're, but um, I'm looking at a map right here. If you could point them out so do do you know if do you know if this is terrorism uh can someone else talk to this person here for me sure hi yeah i'm I'm gonna check the decon what what can i help you with danica uh so do you do you know the situation what's going on in there because there's a a lot of people in town are worried like we don't really know what's going on in there we know that there's some people bad sick well well, hold hold on danica like we we just we just pulled up into town you know, we're looking into it. I don't think there's no no terrorists here. I mean, I mean, well is very very inland. Uh, of all places, it wouldn't start here. So you know, just just calm down. I understand that you're stressed out, but this is kind of what we do. Okay. You know, there's always a chance for any sort of you know novel virus to show up in any moment. So you know, just just just, just go, ahead, go ahead and take a deep breath, grab some water. In fact, if you want to grab us a couple water bottles. Just remember, uh, Danica, these things can happen at any time in any place, and you have no control over that. Uh-huh. Isn't that comforting? I, I'm pacing Danica, water, frustrated. Water. Several Danica. Danica. <laughs> Just muttering, like, we got this. This is this is our thing. We got this. Okay. <laughs> so in the in the car we have our duffel bags full of hazmat suits. Mm-hmm. Um, do they have any sort of decontamination anything going yeah, into this? So or, at or the uh, on on the ground floor leading into the lobby, there's a decontamination line already set up, uh, manned by a dozen off-duty volunteers from nearby police and fire departments. Uh, they're wearing PPE, scrubbing down hazmat suits and wading pools with water and long brushes, and siphoning tainted water into large barrels, which are sealed for later disposal and labeled with biohazard stickers. Uh, everything that you need to operate properly is here already. So right. they've got plenty of oxygen tanks. I mean, you have your own hazmat suits, so you're good to do whatever you need. Uh, you see so that there th- is a refrigerated truck uh, parked uh, next to the decontamination line that says Holden Meat Packing. Mm. Holden Meats Packing? Holden Meat Packing, uh, which it okay. looks to be a, uh, a, meat, uh, a truck for a meat packaging plant located outside of town. Is this a refrigerated, refrigerated truck? truck? It's a refrigerated truck, yes. It is currently oh, running. Fuck. Is it full of dead people? Oh, oh god, it is, isn't it? <laughs> I'm gonna see if it's full of dead people, Jeremy. Okay. What, what do I roll we could to ask see if it's first. full of dead people? We could. Okay. I'm gonna ask, who's here? Is Danica still here? Uh, Danica went off to get water. Uh, okay. But yeah, um, you get suited up, y'all all are pros at this you know exactly what you need to do to get suited up get your hazmat suits on are you going in at level a or level b uh highest level until we know what's going on okay uh (laughs) are you going to be wearing your oxygen tank inside or are you going to have it on a trolley outside um oh that's a tough question so i mean if we're going to be going inside the building uh, i think i mean 
mobility we would want to wear our oxygen, but if we want to be in there for more than 45 minutes. Yeah, uh, I think, I mean, if, do we have access to the map? Because if so, it doesn't seem like it would be too, you know, the trolley should be fine, the little circular way station. Yeah, um, it's just we'd have to take the elevators. Yeah, where is the elevator here? Uh, the elevator's uh, here. Oh, yeah, okay. <clears throat> yeah, um, that's doable. Is there a, so, so right now, our task is to check out some of the patients to kind of see if we can determine... Yeah, we've got some testing equipment, right? So, yeah, we want to get a yeah. diagnostic sample running. So you have four tasks, okay? Your first task is to determine uh, what the contagion is, okay? Identify right. it. Your second is to determine how to treat it. Your third is to prevent it from spreading. And your fourth is to protect yourself and others from exposure and restrict treatment to what is necessary, no experimentation. So I think one of us could go in uh, with the backpack so that we could get the diagnostic sample and bring it out and put it in the, the testing thing that we have, right? Yes. The portable diagnostics lab. Yep. Um, and the others could go around uh, analyzing patients and symptoms and, and charting spread and charting the speed with which people progress through the stages and gathering data like that with Trolley. I think because this is obviously a time-sensitive quest that we're on, I think we're going to have to split the party at least a little bit. Also, if possible, we should declare a state of emergency and get the town on lockdown as soon as possible. I'm all in agreement with that. I'm going to start calling the local politicians. Okay. You want me to make a diplomacy or something? Okay, like so uh, mark, mark down in the sheet on on the sheet under 16 what, your, uh, like what sort of action you want to take. Uh, so... We've got um, Dustin is gonna be. Uh, are you wanting to like call the governor, or do you just want to use local politicians? Uh, uh I, I don't know. I mean, I assume I'll start at the local level. Okay. Call yeah, probably local politicians. Heck, we're in Arizona. I'll call up my good friend John McCain. I'll put him as one of my bonds. <laughs> um, oh no. Yeah, he was still alive. Is that fine, Jeremy? Okay. Yeah, of yeah. course he was still alive. Yeah. My God, you just you, sh- you should just watch out for 2019, bro. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not your year. Like I got a premonition that you're gonna get brain cancer. So, all right, um, that was 2018, right? Yeah, 2018. Right. If you're wanting to uh, get some containment going on, you can contact the governor, uh, or you can contact the county sheriff. Those are gonna be the people that will get you the most immediate uh, attention. Well, I'm gonna call them both. Okay. Probably the sheriff. Sheriff first. first? Okay. Uh, so you can make a bureaucracy or law test uh, to talk with the uh, 43-year-old Darren Romo, the county sheriff. So I rolled a 7 against an 80. Nice. nice. Bureaucracy. Nice. So I'm going to say I call that sheriff and we have a little talk. Okay. And it doesn't matter what I say. He's going to be super convinced. <laughs> Doesn't All right, so let's play it out for a little bit. Uh, uh, 
Yes, this is uh, Sheriff Romo. I understand you're with the CDC. Uh, yes, I am with the CDC. My name is Dustin Roth. Uh, Mr. Romo, we you're you are you aware of the situation at uh, at the hospital here? Uh, yes, uh, Deputy Thomas has been uh, keeping me uh, in the loop with what's going on. Um, yeah, well, well, we yes, that is that is good to hear. Um, so so you know that there is some sort of uh, disease. Uh, seems to be you know we're tracking down some leads, but there are several people here at the hospital that uh, do seem to, you know, be affected by it. And we do not believe that this is necessarily cause for panic, but we do want to limit the amount of movement of people around the county here to the extent we can. Uh, do you think you could help me with that? Yeah, I think we can do it. If it's as bad as you're thinking it is, uh, let's uh, let's get a... We do not want it to get any worse. Right. Let, let, let me put let, it that let's way. Let's get a plan together. Um, we'll put it into effect immediately. Um... And that is good yeah, to hear. Uh, you spend the next couple of hours working with him, uh, organizing the effort. Uh, trucks from the volunteer fire department block the major thoroughfares, while deputies' cruisers head to the major intersections to redirect people back home. Uh, ambulances and rescue trucks pick up and isolate the definitely infected and take the possibly exposed to individual locations for testing and observation. Thank you uh, so much, Sheriff. Uh, it's been great working with you over the last couple of hours, and I, I think uh, we're, we're making a lot of good okay. progress Well, here. if there's anything else I can do, this is, uh, you know, this, I, I gotta protect my people here, so. Well, that's, we're all in this together. Okay. Um, let me just make a notice something. Okay, uh, so let us go so uh let's go to cedric then so you put down that you want to obtain a sample for diagnostic testing uh from a patient who is definitely infected uh, are you wanting to take one from uh the patients inside the hospital or are you wanting to take one from one of the bodies Ooh, body would be better okay if they're fresh Okay. Is is that what the refrigerated truck is for? Is it? Yeah, you go to the refrigerated truck, and there are dead bodies in there. You have uh, the three young Maori girls, uh, the doctor Maya Paulden, and oh wait, I'm sorry, not yet. <laughs> Oops. Uh, what time is it? Uh, I actually updated the uh, the sheet to reflect the uh, current time. Which is, uh, oh yeah, I guess Maya Paulden is in there now, because it's 3 o'clock. Or she died at 1 o'clock, rather. So yeah, Maya is still in there. So that is updated up to 4 o'clock. It's 5 o'clock right now. Since you're doing the dead bodies, I want, uh, what was uh, Janelle doing? That's a good question. Uh, we're not suited up yet, right? Yes, yeah, I am at yeah, least. Yeah, you can be suited up. Okay, okay. I guess I'm thinking she's going to go in there and check out the situation inside. So I'm going to go ahead and suit up then. Let's go ahead and do the full A suit. And we'll... Let's see, what was the... What was there, was there a mechanical restriction with uh, wearing it inside? Um, no, it just gave you a penalty to some of your uh, skill rolls. It's uh, If you're wearing the suit, not so much the tank. Uh, there's not a difference between the tank. Okay, well, uh, I'll put the tank on inside the suit then, the backpack, and go into the hospital. 
All right. As you walk uh, into the door of the hospital, you hear screaming from upstairs. Oh. Yeah, there's a rush of activity. You see several of the hazmated emergency workers rushing towards the stairs. And yeah, you hear uh, you hear screaming. You hear you hear someone screaming out the lights, everything all around. Everything is hungry. It's eating us all. It's in my eyes. That's concerning. What do you do? <laughs> we, we know that page three is hallucinations and, and stuff. Well, since I am not aware of the Cthulhu mythos yet, <laughs> uh, I don't want to be anywhere around that. I don't think that's really relevant so much. It is just somebody in the last stage. So I think what I want to do really... I realize that what we're we're just going to come down to, like, we're not going to, there's no cure we can really resolve. We're, we're, I'm kind of resigned to locking this place down, letting it burn itself out. Yeah, we all die I, here together, right? Well, well not <laughs> us, everyone else, everyone else. And uh, I think the main thing is to make sure that nothing, you know, you're already working with the politicians, so making sure nobody leaves the area or it really spreads. Um and uh, so, yeah, I, I just got to get to the lay of the land because I think what we're going to have to do is kind of lock these people in these isolation wards until, well, you know. So, yeah, let's kind of just take a walk around. You said upstairs was the screaming? Uh, yeah, uh, the screaming was upstairs. Uh, it seems so, that that's yeah. where they're containing all of the different victims right now. I, I'm not sure if I would go inside. <laughs> Just because I'm organizing stuff outside, so... Yeah, your character wouldn't. Some different things that you could do inside the hospital, Tobias, is you could, like, you could try to treat the victims there, see if you could help alleviate any of their symptoms. You could examine them to see if you could figure out anything more about what's going on with them uh, than the information that you have already. As you're wandering around, you see that Dr. Strickland is indeed in isolation. Uh, Dr. Strickland. That was that was that, our contact, correct. right? Yeah. Well, it seems like our point of contact at this point is going to be Danica, Thomas. So, uh, Strickland is in stage one right now. Uh, so, he's still, like... Uh, he's just suffering from fever and weakness at the moment, so you could definitely talk to him if you wanted to. Oh, Strickland? Yeah, uh, yeah we could do that. I'm, I'm definitely suited up here. He's still uh, coherent? Yeah, he's still coherent. Um, okay. Where is he on uh, the map He here? is going to be in procedure room, stage one isolation. Yes. Upstairs. Okay. Oh, yeah, so I, as I kind of walk from the lobby uh, up to the stairs, I'm just, I kind of poke my head. Is it kind of all chaotic inside? Or are people in the exam rooms and nurses station? So, or so it is very chaotic up here. Um, you see, uh, like, down the hallway in procedure room three, you see a team of emergency responders that seem to be trying to resuscitate someone. Uh, and as you watch, you hear a final pained scream. Uh, two, uh, uh, two people carry a or actually it's probably like four people are carrying a thrashing patient out of 
the conference room, stage two isolation. Uh, it's a man, his hands are bloodied, uh, and there he no longer has any eyes. Oof. Cool. Um, gross. And they are carrying him screaming to stage three isolation. Well, I'm going to do what I can to not let that bother me and continue on my way to Strickland. All right. Uh, so you find Strickland in isolation in uh, procedure room one, uh, in the stage one isolation. Uh, he's weak and fading fast. Uh, uh, you made it. So. Yeah, it was, uh, <clears throat> it was a bit of a long drive and, uh, you know, we're here now. So, so to, to catch you up, uh, by, by one, when... Uh, 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 I, I'd been on duty for four hours and I, I was, I didn't think I was infected, but everyone was saying I looked worn out and sweat drenched. Uh, I, I thought I was just tired and stressed, but, uh, when, when I got off the phone with you, I, I took my own temperature and it was 38 degrees Celsius, 101. I'm, I must've been exposed infected. I, I put myself here in isolation and warned the rest of the staff to watch themselves, but whatever this is, it's highly contagious. I, I'd worn gloves, taken all the reasonable precautions. But before I discover my own infection, me and Abramkovich, the radiologist from Flagstaff, we, were, we put Dr. Paulden in the MRI. Uh, we we hoped we could isolate and identify the cerebral damage I was 140. Uh, Strickland, uh, we... Just just go find Abramkovich. He can he can show you the video of the MRI machine. Do you know where Abramkovich would be? Is he working downstairs? He, or I, He's going to be in the... Cons- the uh, one of the... Ex- the doctor's office. Uh, that's that's okay. where we have our MRI machine now. <laughs> You mean the imaging okay. suite? Yeah, the imaging suite. Where do you see that at? <laughs> I've, I've been <laughs> in a hospital before, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, this is this is not you know UAB. This is Hudson Hudson Whale. Okay, that's we just fair. That, we just stuck that motherfucker MRI machine. <laughs> just shove it in a random stuck office. Stuck it in a the corner. They put it. You stuff that they in a corner. In the break room. Corner. Uh, you just put it in the elevator. Nobody uses that. And that way, you can have the MRI on the top floor or the bottom there we floor. Go. Uh, we'll we'll say it's in this top floor office that's right next to the procedure room. Um, Okay. Okay. Well, I will, I will go contact Abrakovich. Yeah. So, um, uh, I'm going to cut real fast back to Tabitha. So Tabitha, as you are collecting samples from the girls and Dr. Paulden, uh, a body is brought down to you, uh, a fresh... Mm fresh body. The emergency responders were not able to keep Ahmad Kalouf alive, uh, or Ahmad Malouf alive, uh, and he okay. unfortunately passed. He was one of the earlier ones, wasn't uh, he? Yes, he was. 
does he still have eyes? Uh, yes, he still has his eyes. Okay, so that's not common. No, so I'm going to investigate all of the bodies. Do they have any, like, visible wounds to them that do not appear to be self-inflicted? Uh, no, uh, a lot of them do suffer from self-inflicted li- wounds, especially okay. the, uh, uh, the ones who died early on, like Liz Mowry and Julie Mowry. By the time Francesca rolled around, they tried putting her in a medically induced coma, but she still passed. Okay. Uh, but without causing physical harm to herself. Uh, well, at least there's that. Yeah. Know what I'm having nightmares about tonight. All right. Um. Okay. Well, there's that out. Uh, oh, and uh. Okay. Any swelling around the neck? Uh. So go ahead and make your uh. I'm just looking with my eyeballs. I have to make a roll with look with your eyeballs roll. Uh, go ahead and make a medicine test. I already did that though, and I sucked at it. Oh hey, I actually passed a roll. There we go. That's a twenty against a sixty. Okay. Have we lost Tobias and John? I don't think so. No, I'm, I'm yeah, still I'm still here. Okay. okay. Oh, we're, I mean, we're just doing your scene. Yeah. Really quiet. So, um, I could play the MRI machine or something. Uh, so you spend <laughs> some time uh examining the bodies. So you piece together that the victim's cerebral spinal fluid is testing negative for meningitis. Neat. And when you examine Ahmad Malouf, you find that his retinas are glowing faintly, a dark violet color. I don't know about enough about this individual's medical history to know if that's normal or not, but I'm going to go with no. Um, you should make a sand roll, <laughs> because that's, oh, why? That's, that's very unnerving. Come on. I am a research scientist. I have seen some weird shit. You haven't seen retinas seen people glowing. glowing. Why is my sanity already low? It's not low. I mean, you weren't having though. I mean, my character's sanity. Their max was, is 60. I mean, 60. even mine was marked too <laughs> less than I was supposed to be. Your max is 60, and I'm starting at 58. What you the hell? some shit. Oh, that, that's correct. Yeah, everyone should be at two less than their max. All right, you pass, so you don't okay. lose any sanity from that. I'm fine with this. Uh, Are any of the other retinas glowing? No, strangely. Why would that be strange, Jeremy? That's not what retinas are supposed to do. <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, you also find, uh, that physical samples from the brain of a deceased victim show unknown microbes. Uh, in appearance, they most closely resemble stenophores with gelatinous bodies and cilia or tendrils. But being composed of only a few cells, they are far smaller than stenophores or any kind of jellyfish. They are multicellular, unlike amoeba. What they are, you have no idea. Hmm. All right. Uh, do you mean, yes. Jeremy, do you mean tenophores? That's what I said. It's not. All right. Uh, so, Tobias, uh, so you went to go find Abronkovich, correct? Okay. Yes. Literally in the room next to me. So when we examined Paulden here, we, we had a video recording of the patient in the scanner, and these are also the MRI scans. So in the recording, as the magnetic field spins up, Paulden grows increasingly agitated. Uh, and then she shrieks, Black things into the sky! Ugh, ugh. And then she sags 
and dies, even as Abramkovich is frantically powering down the scanner. Uh, in the MRI images, you see holes forming in the patient's medulla and brainstem, especially the pons, before and after death. Holes? After this happened, we, we didn't do any other brain scans. I, I have no fucking idea what that was. This, the Dr. Strickland says that the machine was serviced last month, and it's never malfunctioned. Uh, I, I don't know what could do that. And Tabitha, or uh, uh, Cedric, you see as you're examining, like when you are taking your samples, if you're doing, when you're doing autopsies of these dead bodies, yeah, there are chunks of Dr. Paulden's brain just gone. That doesn't usually happen. Hmm. All right. Do I, with my extensive medical knowledge, know of anything that can just disappear brain matter? No, you do not. Okay, and that is the end of the four o'clock hour of investigation. So it will now be uh, 20 o'clock. So eight o'clock. Let me update the victims list with what's going on. Delicious. Sweet victims. All right, so... Unfortunately, we had three people die during this four-hour period. Fritz Strickland went from level one to level two, uh, and yeah. Uh, so each of you make a sanity check. Why? Why would I do this? Oh, I fail. Okay. I'm cool. Okay, so Tabitha, uh, Cedric is going to lose one sanity due to helplessness. So you can give yourself okay. a check mark in helplessness. Uh, it it is very it, it's just wearing on you heavily seeing as body after body after body is brought to you. So of the patients that were brought in the first day, not a single one appears to have survived. Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. I mean, for a regular virus, although I assume there's some supernaturally element to this. Right. Uh well no, that's not true. Stephen Embry's not dead yet. And one of the Cortezes is still alive, I think. Yeah, so they're not all dead. Just most of them. Just all of the ones brought in in the first, oh, eight hours. Okay. Six hours. So, Janelle. That's not good. Oh. You have a fever. Oh, seriously? Okay, maybe it's just a a. fever. That doesn't matter. It's Cthulhu. (laughs) That's what Jeremy says. Jeremy, Jeremy, you made us spend like 30 minutes reading about all the protective gear and all the precautions that we're going to take. And now he's going to make sure that we know that none of that matters and you can't protect yourself from this. Isn't this fun? This is a fun game. Okay. Well, fun game we're playing. So, um, so it's the next hour. So basically what I'm doing here, um, I'm trying to prep the site for the unfortunate truth that we're pretty much all gonna burn it down. Like, anybody in here that's not already suited up, like myself, is not going to be leaving okay. this place. Um, I'm not gonna. Say, hey, I'm not gonna say that. Um, I'm, hold on. I want to. I want you to make sure. No, I, I misspoke. Yeah? It's not. It's not Tobias. It's not Janelle who is sick. It, okay. It, it's is, got, it, it's is it Cedric. Cedric? Of course it is. Thanks, Jeremy. Killing another <laughs> one of my characters. I appreciate that. That's, that's what it is. That's what you do. I know. Yes, you do. 
I'm sure it doesn't say well, anything about him. They're about your relationship. Yeah. Nothing to read into there at all. Definitely. <laughs> That's great. Um, I was busting your balls. Well, but anyway. Uh, Tabitha, roll a d4 plus one. No. Yes. Why? I'm going to die roll anyways. Roll a d4 plus one. That's how many hours you have left of life. Jesus. Uh, five. five. Okay. So these symptoms are gonna pop up at at 2200 is when your symptoms are gonna show up okay so we have uh cedric okay so we'll uh so let's just keep that in mind as we're doing this next round of activities so who wants to do what do i have a result from my diagnostic thing didn't i give that to you last time uh, no. Oh, you did. You said 10 of 4 wrong. Yeah. Well, I mean, my plan was kind of like I said before, is, is you know, in, in a nicer way possible, what I think the plan should be is we're pretty much going to have to abandon Shove. This is too fast. Um, you know, even Strickland's been infected. There's this stuff happening is too fast. It is best for us to go ahead and just contain this place, let it burn itself out. Like we mm-hmm. know it's going to do and prevent any vectors for it to escape. You know, we already have our work cut out for us because God knows what, what's wrong with those donuts. That they, <laughs> uh, you know, there's all the dead bodies outside. But right now, like I want to, you know, is, uh, is Abrakovich, is Abrakovich? Uh, yes. Okay. So, is, uh, hmm? well, I was going to say, like, in my role, like, you guys have been doing hospital stuff, like, but you said that there are still cases outside the hospital that are coming yes, in, Yes, right? uh, several, I think there was two people that came in, no, uh, three, four people that came in, uh, during your time here, and that's who those cases were, but, right. uh... I mean, I, I, I had sort of figured I'd probably be working with the sheriff to try and, you know, figure out how where these people are getting infected and maybe try and shut down you know, the business. I mean, I I remember you said the donut shop got closed, Correct. right? But uh, is there some pattern in where where these other people are coming from? Well, let us... They all play Delta Green? Here, let's, uh, let's go to a different map, okay? And I'll give you some information. It, it Will the prior map be saved with my uh, body bag it, count for it how will. many people we've let die? Yep, Good. okay. All right, so uh, I know you guys like drawing on the uh, map, so someone read me some names that are on your list, and I'll mark where they are. Like patients, you mean? Uh, Charles Sexfiend Davies. Davies? Okay. Yeah, Charles Sexfiend Uh, Davies. I don't have a Sexfiend Davies on here, but... Hmm, Well, it's on my list, so I don't know. All right. Okay, that's where they live. Oh, I see you typed it. If you could make the next one have a little bit uh, bigger font. Uh-huh. Delmar uh, Bird. Delmar Ladybird. <laughs> All right. How many of them have library cards? Because I see the library is a marked location. On <laughs> uh, Andrea Cray, but she's uh, in the hospital. Um, and probably yeah, got it there. Me... Yeah, y'all will know this information now. This is uh, the... Uh, people who are here from Hudson Well versus the people who are here from Flagstaff. Okay? Okay. Um, these Flagstaff people, maybe I missed it. I saw it on the list here. It said that the medical team from Flagstaff arrived. Yes. Have we talked? been talking uh, to well, these guys? Oh, uh, well, Abronkovich. Uh, uh, Janelle was talking with Abronkovich. Right, right, right. So. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, Odell was one of the others. Odell. Okay. Yeah, I mean, those are all the new cases that are recent. Was there a fault line that goes between all of these houses where evil forces from deep below are coming up? So do you want me to keep mapping everyone else? Uh, no. I mean, I don't know. It's going to make a yellow sign when you put them all together in the map, right? I talked to the sheriff. So, sheriff, do you, do you see any pattern in, in all of these people? My best guess is that they all ate at the cafe. Yeah, I mean, could, that that's certainly the simplest explanation. Um, do, uh, do you know any of these people personally? Uh, I mean, I know a lot of the people in my town. So yeah, well, can you answer the damn question? We're we're in in some doo doo here. I know some of them personally. Yes. Yeah. Well, do you do you know of any of them to specifically go to you know that eating establishment versus some other? You guys got a lot of cafes mm. here? No, not very many. There's some. All right. But uh, do you have any um public baths? Uh, no. No. Here, I might give you all. all right. Have any S and M clubs? What? Um. No, not that I know of. You have any active cults? I don't see how that's relevant. <laughs> Ooh, that's a yes. <laughs> Are you in a cult actively, <laughs> Sheriff? Are you a cop? You have to tell me if you're a cop. I'm not a cop. You're a cop. No, you're a cop. You're a towel. You're a towel. Um. I don't know. I'm 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 not really I assume that probably if I had you look up and write down literally every person we might see a pattern, but that also seems really <laughs> So, um I don't know. Like I I stare at a map for a while. I talk to people. I want to lock down more of the city slash state. So probably I'd get the governor okay. on the line. Yeah, you can get the governor on the line. Uh go ahead and uh for the governor you are going to need to uh, do bureaucracy, law, or persuade. Well, I know I got good bureaucracy. Bureaucracy. <laughs> bureaucracy is what I said. Do I, do I have Obama Mancy? Uh, I pass my bureaucracy check with a 21 against him. All eight. right. So the governor, Sarah Simonson, uh, sounds spooked when you talk to her. Jeremy, did you just say the governor, Sarah Simonson, sounds spooked? <laughs> what are you trying to do to yourself? Hey, I successfully said it. You did. You did great. I was impressed. Uh, roadblocks um, are going sorry. into effect double quick, and the Air National Guard is being sent out to watch until the blocks are in place. The International yeah. Guard? Uh, I, I think that that's going to be really important. Um, I think Wait. it might also, you know, we, we probably need, you know, a state of emergency if we don't already have that. We need a stay-at-home order here. Uh, I, I, also, I don't know if you it's... Know, if you, like, you're just talking about one city right now. If it spreads beyond that, but hopefully... Oh, I'm, I, I am, I'm currently just talking about this city. I just want to confirm that that's, you know, what... what I, we, we need nobody in and out of this, it, of this city, at least for the next and, 48 and that's, hours. That's what and, we're going to do. Uh, and I need the National Guard to be delivering meals to people's homes so that they are not feeling like they have to go in and out so we can get some MREs dropped off. Uh, that would be good. And, I mean, I think, Governor, you need to be prepared to have to lock down more of the state um, if, if necessary. 
if necessary. Yeah, because because currently we're at a like ninety percent fatality rate uh, of the cases that are closed. So uh, okay, yeah, it's this is no this is not uh, the flu. And you you put the fear of Jesus in her, and she starts pulling as many strings as she can. Okay, um, let's go to Cedric. Cedric, what are you doing during this uh, time period before you know that you're sick? Um, so I don't know I'm so sick yet. So I'm going to be continuing on to yet. see if... Yeah, I'm, I'm dead, but I just don't know it yet. Um, so have I worked through all of the bodies at this point? Have I noticed any other commonalities between them other than just the holes in their brain? Uh, so only Paulden had holes in their brain. Uh, everyone okay. else seemed to die of... Uh, cardiac arrest? Is that what it was? Alright. I think that's what it was. Uh, uh, they die either of cerebral hemorrhage or heart failure. Okay, so we need to recommend treatments to prevent those. Um... Okay, so do you want to... So you're going to keep studying bodies and people who are sick? Yes. I'm also going to be radioing my recommendations to my team so that they can spread that information to the doctors and staff inside the hospital. Okay. Uh, okay, go ahead and make another medicine, science, biology, or microbiology test. I did a 17 against a 60, awesome. so I am knocking the science out of there the park. There you go. As you examine the bodies, you find more of those microbes, and you find that none of them look exactly alike. They appear not to be a single invasive species, but a, a colony of countless different distinct spe species. Okay. So they're cnidarians, not tenophores. What? <laughs> Listen, I've got a marine biology background. <laughs> okay. They look like tenophores, but... None of but them they look exactly seem to alike. Be, so either they're so either all of these people are dying of similar symptoms from different things, which is fucking bonkers. Uh, or these creatures are mutating individually within the host extremely rapidly. Or this is a colony creature and only one variety is colonizing each person, and that is also fucking bonkers. All right. Oh, like, like they look different, like within the same. Are they the same kind of thing, just with variation, or are they totally different, weird little microbes? They, they seem to be the same sort of thing, but uh, there's enough variation that you think that they may each microbe might be its own distinct species. Well, that's fucking bonkers, Jeremy. All right. Gross. I'm gonna log my bonkers ass observations. Log it. Okay. Let's go. Let's go to Janelle. So, what do we determine with calling the governor that we're not? They're not going to do anything large scale. They're not, not doing anything city? large city or large scale, but they are shutting this city down. No one's getting in or out. The Air National Guard are coming. There's going to be roadblocks. Uh, this city is in lockdown. All right. So, I think at this point we need to kind of. So Tabitha or Cedric is, they are, they are handling, investigating what we know or can find for this thing. So I think as long as we have that sample, uh, yep, I think the inside is pretty much done with. So we have 
um, Abrakovich is in a suit. Was Danica in a suit? Nope. Is Dan- did Danica even go in here? Uh, no, Danica has not been inside. Okay. So inside, it is only myself and Abrakovich in well, suits. Well, no, there's a bunch of different... Uh, like, you have that handout that has all of the medical staff on them. Uh, and uh, they're all there, and they're all wearing they're all PPE. Is it a hazmat suit, Jeremy, oh, or like is it like a surgical so gown? They have... Uh, they Like, everyone is wearing hazmat suits by this point. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it obviously won't save them, but okay. Yeah, well, the flag stuff, those are, as far as we know, savable, but everyone else is pretty much that. So, I'm just one scientist, so I think what we're going to do is I'm going to tell Abrakovich we need to take a walk. We're going to go out, decontaminate, all that good stuff. And I want to convene with our administrator, Dustin, and give you my recommendation. Uh, we need to take measures to pretty much, in the best way to phrase it, lock the doors and let everyone itself inside <laughs> die. Okay, that's not the best response. What the fuck? We know what's killing these people. I mean, if you keep researching, you can probably, maybe... Jeremy, we don't have time. We can find a treatment for the people who are getting sick now, though. The people who are already in stage 3, yeah, you're probably right, they're dead. But the people who are in stage 1 or who are still asymptomatic, we can at least treat them and hope that they survive long enough to beat this. They have like two hours to go. So they have a D4 plus 1 hours to go. (laughs) So that's possibly two hours. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> two to five hours and up to the maximum lifespan two to five hours without effective treatment though so if we can find an effective treatment we might be able to push that back okay and keep well what did back. you what did you what did you find cedric what did you just find out i found tenophores and that all of these patients with the exception of one appear to be dying from cardiac arrest and cerebral hemorrhaging so if we can get that blood pressure under control then maybe we can save some of these people. I don't know what happened with the holes in the brain. That's just fucking weird. Well, maybe these uh, tenophores are eating the brains. Maybe. Yum yum snacks. I feel like there had to have been some kind of stimulus or outside infection or something. That's an outlier. Let's treat the blood pressure. I meander up and I say, I've been saying it's cults the whole time. And I I'm away. sure it's cults, okay? <laughs> Let's treat the cults, you know, get them on some cognitive behavioral therapy. So so what is Janelle going to be doing for her four-hour period? I mean, I was kind of going for the idea of shutting the place down and just starting that process. I think if we're going to try to save anybody, let's see, who is on the list of current stage one? I don't see uh, Cedric's name on the stage one. Well, that's because Cedric's not in, uh, isn't showing signs of infection yet. I spoke too soon with that. Okay. I tipped oh, my okay. hand. Well, as long as we know now. So there are some treatments that we could do for cerebral hemorrhaging. Um, we can elevate the head of their beds. We can do some supportive care, uh, IV fluids, hyperventilation. We can give them medications for antihypertension and diuretics. Uh, I wander up and say, ain't that what the ancient Egyptians drilled holes in people's heads for? No, that was probably epilepsy. Um, let's see. Also, maybe severe bruising, but unlikely. Let's see. I'm going to have the weirdest fucking search history, Jeremy, and the FBI is <laughs> 
So, but <laughs> that has been true for years. Don't even. So, <laughs> Tobias, you're gonna try to treat first stage victims. Well, hmm, I think at the very least we should get a situation. We should organize the hospital because it's very chaotic in there. I definitely want to get a game plan going for when things when shit hits the fan. Because I think that I think what's gonna happen, you know, in whatever better way you want to fluff it up is that we're going to be locking people inside. Uh, you know, that's kind of out of character. I think that's what that's basically what's going to happen. So I mean, out of character, ideally, just burn I wouldn't, this whole town down. But. I, um, that's probably what's going to happen, you know, <laughs> but I think, you know, that, I, that's, uh, go ahead. No, there's this person, Sophia Anderson, who says it's they're at the college observing quarantine. What is that about? Uh, we should check on her. Uh, so Sophia Anderson was a ner- is a nurse from Flagstaff. Uh, anyone who is ex- uh, who has potentially been exposed is going to quarantine at the college in the gymnasium, and she is observing them for signs, potential uh, uh, signs of potential infection. Right. Yeah. So yeah, maybe I'll go check on her. Well, you're you're doing everything with the governor right now. Right now, we're trying to figure out what Janelle is doing. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. Well, I'm just trying to formulate a long-term game plan. But yeah, so we have the Flagstaff staff. They are all in suits, scattered around Correct. the facility. Yeah, they right. they are trying to treat the symptoms and keep the patients alive as. Uh, as alive as they can for as long as they can while you and your team are doing whatever it is that you're doing okay well if they're already treating it like that that's it that's like it's already been taken care of uh i do think i guess as far as i'm concerned as an agent of the cdc i think containment is really what i want to be doing at this point so i'm going to I'm gonna to try to organize, I guess, the the, the effort inside, and whether that's sort of organizing people into the containment rooms, uh, trying to move those stations around, get them, you know, so when escape needs to happen for the people that are covered up, then that will be efficient. Uh, I'm still thinking that's the way to go. Maybe so anti-parasitic medications. Administer anti-diuretic <laughs> medication. Parasitic, anti-parasite like, medicines. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to reach into my, my duffel bag and pull out the anti-parasite medication. <laughs> I imagine the hospital would have and, some. And I'm going to use, I'm going to put it in the machine gun and use my heavy weapon skill <laughs> to fire this medicine. <laughs> that would still be a, me- that would be a aim pharmacy for the, roll. The mouth or the, yeah. Are you going to aim for the mouth or the butt? <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> just, uh, just like, uh, just like a hallway. What? What are you talking about? Yeah, what? hallway. Shoot it down the mouth, out the butt, like it's a hallway. Oh, Jeremy, no, <laughs> no. Get out the GI oh. If I want to min max, I guess I could use my pharmacy skills since that's so high. Uh, but that doesn't make any So sense. what you're trying to do is you're trying to kind of like get everyone organized to cut and run if it becomes necessary. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, you know, trying to do it a little more. I, I don't want to. I don't want okay. to frighten people. You know, I don't. I don't want to freak the patients out by doing this. I'm not going around saying, you know, oh, we're about to lock the doors. Yeah, no. Lock I'm just up. trying to think of what would uh, be a good skill for this. I'm thinking a humor. Um, and you tell them they're vitamin pills. 
Okay, uh... Recommend a scented oil. Yeah, I'll allow a human roll for that to try to get people prepared for that eventuality. Okay, Oof. well, I do succeed on a Yeah, uh, that's a critical, critical success. Okay, so, yeah, uh, you okay. talk with everyone, and you're trying to get... Uh, you're getting plans in place. People kind of uh, agree that, you know... Like they're they're gonna no one's jumping ship or anything. You're gonna keep them organized so that and try to keep people as safe as you can. Okay, all right. So that ends that four-hour period. Uh, so at this point, it is the end of the night. Uh, Cedric, roll a d4. That's a four. Okay, roll four d8. Uh, 23. 23. Okay. So, uh, in at around uh, 11 o'clock or 10 o'clock is when you start noticing the symptoms. Uh, you start coughing. You, uh, uh, you start getting, uh, you start having weird mood swings and it begins, uh, it starts becoming hard to focus your eyes and you notice that you have uneven pupil dilation. Uh, and you've been working here long enough to realize that, that those are all signs of stage one infection. Make a sanity check. Nate, I'm not okay, okay. with this. Uh, That's a 73 against a 57. Lose a D4 sanity from helplessness as you realize that despite all of the precautions that you took, uh, it's like you it, you don't understand. Like, you did everything right. Yep. So you lose one sanity. All right. Yep. Uh, and that's from helplessness, so give yourself another check mark in helplessness. Uh, Why? It is not going to matter. So I am not going to expose other people to my potential body right. as a vector uh, so if we're sleeping i'm sleeping in isolation um i mean like, you kind of get to decide whether or not you sleep or not um i'm gonna tell but, them that i'm infected you are gonna okay. tell us okay yes because that is my next question like do jesus you communicate this like so i know from like zombie movies and whatnot there's always that one person the first one to get infected they don't bullshit i'm telling everyone Okay. I'm gonna well, put it on the radio. Hey, I was wearing a hazmat suit and I still got infected. Stay in your fucking homes. So if that's the case, well, you know, maybe is... you were asking for it. You know what? You know what? Come give me a kiss, asshole. Yeah, I'm gonna come <laughs> kiss ye. All right. I'll spit well, right in your eyeballs. Whoa! This lady got knows what I like. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Cedric. It's Cedric. <laughs> oh wait, you're a you're a man. You're a man. Oh, you're you? still into it. Don't even pretend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even better. Okay. Well, that was case, that Cedric, was not I Dustin. Think, uh, that was someone else entirely. I'm sure. No, I, I don't tell. I don't want to be character. crass, Cedric. But if that's the case, I think that you know, if you want to go in there and you know treat these people, you know, you're the be you're the best person now to get a hands-on uh, yeah. experience with them. Absolutely. You're already uh, infected. You're I already can... infected. I can go in there and Florence Nightingale it up. Yeah, and if you do find a cure, then there you go. You get to live. It is pretty much a supermarket sweepstakes, but with <laughs> your life. 
This is fine. So are you still going to wear your protective gear? Yeah, because, like, what if this is just dehydration? Or I, I picked up something else on the road, like we stopped at that gas station and had sandwiches. Yeah. It could no, be something else. Just be something like, Those oh, you've got a uh, stomach like, bug. No, I know, I know I'm going to die. I'm aware of that out of character. But in character, I'm going to act as though I am infected and also act as if I might live. So I'm still going to be taking precautions. I'm still going to be disinfecting and decontaminating and all of it. But I'm also going to isolate from other people in the event that I could infect them. Right. All right, I am updating the... Uh... Death panel. Yeah, the uh, victims list. Patience, so can... you monster. I hear you typing, but I don't see anything happening. You don't see anything on the... It's Our internet's the garbage, give it a second. Scroll down to, like, the second... Oh, oh okay. I thought Jeremy was on Thursday, but he's no, filling no. out the rest no, of the No, yeah, today. this is... This is... This uh, last panel that we just did is up to midnight. These are all very interesting uh, nicknames these people have acquired over the years. <laughs> <laughs> Which ones? All of them. Well, Jeremy is refusing to copy their their god-given nicknames. They're not god-given if they're nicknames. They are literally not. Well, is a real <laughs> name a god-given name? Though? Also no. So, who are you to judge? I'm Tab the Kush, right. and I'm the most judgmental bitch in the room. <laughs> okay, so unfortunately, dur during this four-hour period... Three more people passed away, uh, so you're all going to need to make sanity checks from helplessness. Can you put the other map up so I can draw more body bags? All of us? I fail my sanity check. Okay, that's one sanity mine. from helplessness. I'm not sure why I care, though, Jeremy. It's not in my that's, nature to care. That's kind of what I'm thinking, is, like, we don't know these people. We have already come to the conclusion they are all going to die. You did. As long as they didn't do something like explode or turn into a crab person <laughs> i i mean we work with the cdc we've we've seen this kind of shit happen that doesn't mean it stops affecting you crab people crab people Look so like are, are we saying that um tabitha's character is the only one who's invested in uh trying to keep people alive i mean uh, that's not my job i feel like that at this point job. that it is not something we can really actually do we don't have like a lot of equipment. We don't know what's going on. These are they're dropping almost literally got like flies. Um, I think the best situation is honestly just to quarantine the place and let it burn out, like Ooh. we decided way back in Ooh. the first hour. Well, I mean, I, I'm still like trying to isolate people. I just realized something though. Like, I think Jeremy's playing a mind game with us. I think that there's an okay. an there must be anagrams in these people's names. So I'm going to spend <laughs> the next four days solving those uh, because that's how. I'm guessing we're going to decipher what to do next. So Ashley Donovan might be like, as Dovan lay. So, so I'm going to go find a, a van, van laying. <laughs> I don't think that's ditch, very And it's going to have an answer in it. I don't think that's very likely, but Jeremy, I just want you to know that if that is true, I'm going to punch you right in the dick. It's not true. <laughs> You're Why are you telling us anyway. this, Jeremy? You're trying to railroad us? Nope. <laughs> You're saying that I shouldn't figure out all the anagrams in these names? I mean, you can if you want to. Is that what Sex Pest came from? Or sex <laughs> uh, Maybe. Uh, by the way, if y'all work for uh, one more block... Uh, we get a prize! 
get we'll get overtime. <laughs> uh, so sixteen hours. Uh, that's gonna be. Not all of us uh, are gonna like, get overtime. Like you're, if you want to keep pushing yourself, you're uh, you're gonna have to start rolling to see if you get exhausted. Um, if you can take methamphetamines or something, though, right? So, a researcher who works for sixteen hours, four blocks of four hours each, must make a con times five test or lose one d six willpower and suffer a minus twenty percent penalty to all actions. After each subsequent block of work, the researcher must make a con times five test or lose another d6 willpower. Drinking plenty of coffee and or chain smoking postpones the effects of exhaustion for one four-hour block of time. But doing that in a hazmat suit is impossible. Taking a prescription strength stimulant postpones exhaustion for two blocks. A researcher can take more stimulants to keep going, but every dose after the first costs one d6 willpower. A researcher who rests for 8 hours recovers 1d6 willpower and resets the clock. A researcher who rests only 4 hours may attempt a con times 5 test to recover 1d6 willpower and reset the clock. Just so you know what your sleeping options are. Alright. I think that this might be a good place to stop for tonight, though, since Mm. we're at the end of Wednesday. Uh, and we will continue on on Thursday. Does right. anyone yeah. is, is does anyone have any questions about the situation so far, or have a good idea on what they want to do next? And we can make notes on that. I mean, I'm going to recommend a course of treatment that will address these things that are killing people and see if that does anything. And I think Cedric, who's infected, should be the the you know the front front base of doing that. They want to do that, then, then great, they can do it, and maybe we can solve something that way. Yeah. Uh, I just don't think yeah. we should infect ourselves to do so. Right, and I've engaged in you know all the social distancing lockdown procedures that you know I assume I can get the governor and the sheriff to implement. And otherwise, I mean, you've told me that's taken all my time, so I guess I can't do much else. I mean, uh, that's what you've done the past, like, that's what you spent the past eight hours doing is organizing all of that. So, uh... But it hasn't clearly made a difference, so... Well, you know. no one who is outside of the hospital has come down with any symptoms since you've done that. Okay. Well, that's good. I don't know if you noticed that or not. Uh, no, I mean, I, it wasn't clear to me. But Yeah, uh, everyone who came down this past four hours, uh, Abronkovich, Ashley Donovan, and Isabel Begay, uh, those are all medical staff here, yeah. as well as Cedric. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe I would have a... Com- like, if I noticed, I assume maybe I noticed that. Maybe I'd have a conversation with uh, everybody else, um about like maybe we should reduce staff in the hospital uh, but uh yeah absolutely yeah do we want to say that we have that conversation now i mean y'all can have that conversation yeah. with each so, other so uh, yeah so so hey guys you know I'm, i've been looking at you know you, you got, i've been on the i've been yakking the governor's ear off um so it looks like the only people getting that have gotten sick in the last couple of hours have been from here in the hospital so that means if we want to reduce the number of people that are getting sick we need to reduce the number of people that are here in the hospital that aren't currently sick. So, I mean, I ain't a doctor. I know we need to be compassionate and care for people. Is there any way we can maybe cut some of the some of the, the, the nurses or the doctors that are here, get patients that are not 
you know, that are waiting for other no. you know, issues out of here. Everyone inside this building needs to be treated as though they could be infected. Well, uh, so so that means we don't we definitely don't want any more any more people. We don't want the night shift coming in the, no. the tomorrow morning shift. They can't. We we got to get them all out of here. I mean, got to get them not coming here, right? Yeah, we need to contact them and let them know the situation if they are willing to come in and stay until quarantine is over then we will take volunteers. But if they are not willing to do that, then they need to stay home. So this is everyone who can be here is here. Like the uh, the hospital, the Catholic hospital, usually only has one nurse and one physician on duty. Um, there's uh, like that. That's why they had the call for help from Flagstaff is because they're so they're not prepared or set up for this at all they don't have the staff to deal with this sort of crisis yeah is this the only hospital in the area um this is the only hospital here in hudson's well yeah. mm-hmm. and it's more of a clinic than a hospital it's really yeah. a hospital in name only yeah that's that's definitely not a hospital i think the only closest one is going to be in tuba city <laughs> <laughs> tuba city yeah that's like two hours away at this point yeah. Well, I mean that. So okay. So I guess I had that conversation, and someone looks at me and they said, "We're literally all here, uh, yeah. and no one else is coming or mm. could come unless mm. we asked for help." So, all right. So I say, "Fine," and I turn around and I'm like, "Wait. So does that mean I have to stay here too?" Yes. Because I, I I see a motel on the map, and I was planning on going there for some nope. sleep. But you telling me I can't. Yeah. Well, I mean, you were you've been outside all day, like on the phone. Yeah, but I'm in here right now to tell you guys to not let anybody. Oh my god. No. <laughs> I, you, no, you I, didn't. You no, 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 no. You didn't put on a god. suit and get suited up and take the 20 minutes it would take to suit up just to walk in the lobby and tell us, hey. No, we've got radios and shit. Maybe oh, I maybe right. I called you on the radio. No, 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 no. Probably no. We, right. If I mean this is this is like eleven eleven at night, right? When we're doing all this, this is at yeah. midnight. So yeah, I, I, so this I, I is pull like, up FaceTime to tell you guys this. So are you I mean, in the, the warm zone or the hot zone? I, mean, I assume I've been outside the, the hospital the in a warm maybe. He's a out in the cold. Though. Cold burr, zone, burr, 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 baby. Burr. Oh yeah, I'm I'm yeah. So, so when Jeremy, okay, back up. Right. When we drove up, you said we drove up into the warm zone, set up our decontamination suits. Those who went inside suited up, went inside. I've had to come out and unsuit and get more oxygen. Um, the, were you keeping your O2 tank inside your suit? I or? did to go into the hospital, but when I decided to uh, work with the corpses, I would have done the uh, cart with the continuous oxygen so that I wouldn't have to stop what I was doing and come out again. Yeah. But that so, first tank only lasted an hour, which means the warm zone is now a hot zone because of the nature of this contamination. Well, you wouldn't have come down with symptoms until you were inside inside the hospital, uh, observing the samples in there. Right. Uh, also, you got the microbial, that original microbial sample, you got from Ahmad. Uh, he was the only one with those microbes on him. You, you, when you examined the other bodies, you could not find those on those bodies. You said that all of them had a different species, Jeremy. So, 
I said that all of the species were different. I must have misunderstood your question. Because oh my god. The, uh, the only body that had it was a mod. Okay. And when you observed his body later on, they were not there anymore. And about, none, of, none of the other patients had any of these tenophore bullshit things. Uh, the samples that you've been getting from other patients who are suffering from this have them. They do have them. They do have them. But the corpses do not. The corpses do not. It seems that they disappear after about an hour. Okay. Let me bow in to you. Okay. So they these microbes, Jeremy, they are on other patients, just not the dead ones. Correct. After okay. a body dies, they are... seem to persist for about an hour and okay. then disappear. Are they on me? Um like I well, go through full decontamination, I get out of my suit, decontaminate again, and then take a sample. Are they in my body? Yes. Cool. <sighs> are they a different species than I have observed in anyone else? Uh so it's not that each person has a different species. It's that each microbe that you spot seems to be a different species. Okay. Okay. Does anyone else have any other questions? So I don't think you mean tenophores, Jeremy. I think you mean siphonophores. I mean the words that are written in the book. Okay, they're I'm wrong. Saying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I okay. really... I, they're stenophores. <laughs> That's what like, we're gonna call it. The book is wrong. Uh, yeah, like, like I, you have Cedric is like looking at this and like, no, you are not right. <laughs> you're, you're, you're just like See, yelling a, at the That's why you're like, losing no! sanity is because you think they're one thing, but they're actually something else. They can't be. Tabitha is in deep character right now. <laughs> <laughs> so like I, I'm walking out of the lobby, you know, going through the decontamination area. I look over and I see uh, Cedric yelling at a petri dish. <laughs> babbling incoherently at a pea petri dish. And you then can't we, be. And then we meet up with um with uh what's Rudolph, whatever the fuck his name is. Uh Dustin. Dustin. Yeah, Rudolph. I'm Dustin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know you me from Stranger Things. <laughs> oh yes. Buck to Dustin from Stranger Things. I'm glad hey, I'm glad you're I in charge in here. I'm glad you're in charge here, Dustin. <laughs> of all people. He <laughs> <laughs> flew in from Hawkins, Indiana, the middle. And I of grew up real fast. <laughs> Tuba City. No, you're still the same size. <laughs> and yeah. uh, see, so yeah, I mean, at that point, let's uh, you know we're outside, out you know, I guess what would be a warm, less warm zone, you know, a bit of away from everything. And yeah, I kind of want to flip the idea that yeah, we're kind of this is kind of done. This is uh, this place is done. So I think tomorrow we should focus on really getting this quarantine set um i guess at this point is when cedric you know yelling at the petri dish decided to tell us that these things against oz are in my body now yeah yeah hide your wife hide your kids hide, hide your life hide your kids and all right uh, so we're we gonna call it a, a That's going to be a good place to call it for now. Because I want to get some extra sleep tonight. I'm feeling kind of white. 
at the moment. Infected. Have yeah. you tested well, your I blood? Mean, it takes a lot of effort to kill your wife like you just did. So I, She's not dead yet. Y'all can find the cure. You have the tools. Well, <laughs> Tobias has straight up given up I like how Jeremy's like desperately trying to save Tabitha now that he knows he's on her shit list. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you no, can, you can, you can definitely make a, survive. It's, please, please, make a roll. You don't want Tabitha to die. So you guys have time dot is up? Oh, oh no. Uh, I've got a microbiology uh, website up. Nice. Nice. Smack Jimmy with it. I'm, Jeremy, whoever Jimmy. you are. Who's Jimmy? The last person to <laughs> piss me husband. off. <laughs> her new husband, her old brother. Ew. Ah, oh, no. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, no, you're just God. being an asshole in the same direction. Craig left for some reason. Yeah, what? I sent Craig home. Does Craig not need to hear the clap? I uh, guess Craig not. Don't care. Craig don't give a shit. Alright, I've got it up. Alright, let's do 10, those. 11, 10. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Or what about 10, 11, 12? Just make up your mind. 10, 11, 12. 